Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash I don't work gear lady video. If you want to help support my work, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by GuitarZack1996, Old Lady at the Dollar Store. So this happened about 7 or 8 years ago now, but it's a good story so I think it fits perfectly here. So I worked at a retirement home as the head waiter for 9 years. I worked for way too long for not enough money, but I don't know, I just love those old folks. At this retirement home, there was a lady, we'll just call her the warden, because she used to be a prison warden, and you could tell. Everything, and I mean everything, had to be her way or there would be heck to pay. Now this lady had a real bad rep for being rude to everyone because she thought she was in charge. She'd yell at management, other residents, and oh my poor poor waitstaff. I remember when I turned 18, I got my first tattoo. An amazing rib piece I might add, love you Jess. The warden calls me over to her table after dinner and says, So I heard you got a tattoo OP. I replied, yes I did mama. The warden says, well let me see it then. So I show her, being the dumb 18 year old kid. She looks me dead in the eyes and says, well OP, I hope it gets infected, I hope you never go to college, and I hope you die. Me being a smart butt just looked at her and said, aw, I love you too warden. Also multiple times, the warden was insanely racist. One time she even pointed at the all black waitstaff and asked which ones were on welfare. We had an actual German World War II soldier, as in fought on the Russian front, German World War II soldier, who was nicer and less racist than her. But now to the story. So I'm at the Dollar Tree just down the road from the home. Back in the good old days when at the Dollar Tree, everything only cost a dollar, darn extra 25 cents is BS, and I start walking down an aisle, and who do I see? The Warden. I try to keep my head down, but it's too late, she's already noticed me. She starts yelling, oh, it's you. Well, help me get this off the shelf and carry my basket. Because none of these, insert derogatory term for black people, here are going to help me. I stop, look at her, and I'm like, she's just a crazy old lady with only hate keeping her alive. So I'll be nice and get the thing off the shelf for her. So I grab the item off the top shelf and say, here you go, warden. She looks at me, pushes her basket into me and says, OP, I know you're useless, but I told you to carry my stuff, not hand me something. You might be as stupid as these, insert derogatory term for black people, but you don't have to act like them too. This is when I realized I'm not at work at the moment. I look at her and say, say warden, you know I don't work here. I don't have to do anything for you, and I sure as heck don't have to put up with your racism. Now I'm going to say it again, we are not at work. So unless you want to hear what I really think about you, I would just stop. She starts with, but you do work for me. I look at her and say, no mama, I work for the community you live in and you don't treat people like we're a community. And honestly, if you keep treating people like this, I think they should throw you out of it and then where will you go because we both know your daughter sure as heck won't let you live with her. She just looks shocked and says, You insert derogatory term for black people. P.S. I'm white. I'm going to tell your boss and I'm going to have you fired. I just look at her and walk away. I continued to work that for another seven years. She'd give me a witch face every day. It really made me feel good inside. P.S. That was just one bad apple. 
most of the people there were a delight, and I love spending time with them. Not old folks or horrible evil witches, but there are some out there. Do you guys think it was weird that when the warden found out OP got a tattoo, they called them over and immediately asked them to show them? The whole, well let's see it then. Let me know in the comments down below. Our next story is by Akla Taaka, Wrong Engineer. So this is a bit of a twist on I don't work here lady, because I do work there, just not in that position. Many moons ago, when I was an assistant professor, the university I work at was beginning the planning process for building a nanofabrication lab. This is a big, expensive project, and so there was a lot of planning involved. Due to my research, I was playing a role in the planning, helping to figure out what the facility needed for the faculty that would use it. At the first meeting I attended with the architects, I was introduced as an electrical engineer. The lead architect says, ah, just the guy we were looking for, and proceeds to unroll a large blueprint of the campus with utility lines mapped out. He starts pointing at an underground power line near where the new building is to be built and says, we're thinking of tapping into her for the power to feed the building. What do you think? All the while, I was looking over the map, rubbing my chin, and taking a moment to realize that he thought I was the engineer in charge of the campus power system. I briefly contemplated pulling a Feynman, but thought the better of it and told them I was only a professor. I followed up by saying, now if you decide to make the power lines really tiny, then I'm your man. There's probably plenty of situations where you just kinda let them go on and on. Maybe you feel bad about it after the fact, but at some point you gotta find that point to stop, cut them off, and catch them and say, actually, uh, I'm not the guy you're looking for for this. This next story is by Donnie Bahami walk the walk when i go into work with plain clothes sometimes customers see the way i walk on the floor fast also looking straight at them instinctively checking in they see this and ask excuse me do you work here drives me nuts i have to purposely slow down in there and keep my head to not get harassed i think this story kind of alludes to the aura that some people kind of comment they have It's just something about the way some people carry themselves, whether it's how they dress, how they move, maybe how they are looking around, or, you know, their minor mannerisms, that just, for some reason, increases their chances of getting confused for an employee. Our next story is by Neurothic. Yes, I'm your son's teacher. Today, I was reminiscing with a friend of mine. She used to be an intern of mine, but we became friends after she left, and we still hang out from time to time. We started talking about funny things that happened to us in our teaching career up until now. I'm a woman, 5'2 and look younger than I really am. It's nice now, but hearing, you can only buy alcohol when you're 18, was depressing since I was 26 at the time of the remark. Since getting my degree at 23, I've been teaching. This happened when I was 27 years old and on the same day. The first incident... One of my classes had ended, and since it was my last one of the day, I decided to get some groceries done, as I would have parent-teacher conferences that night. As I walked towards a shared office space to put away some things and grab my coat, I was apprehended by a parent who had their meeting with a teacher earlier in the afternoon. The parent said, You shouldn't be here. You're supposed to be in class. I say, Uh, no, I finished my classes already. The parents said, no, 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 don't you lie to me, you're coming with me, and we're going to sort this out. Then, I kid you not, this parent grabbed me by the elbow and dragged me to a classroom with a teacher. I was stunned and unable to say anything at that time. 
So this lady opens the classroom door and demands from the teacher to know in which classroom I'm in, as I was found wandering the halls. In the meantime, my vice principal got closer to us as he'd seen what this parent was doing. My coworker laughed and said he didn't know. The parent was stunned when the class said, Hi Miss OP. Before parent could say anything, my vice principal told us to come with him. So off we go to his office, where the parent was informed that it was frowned upon to harass and touch not only students, but employees of the school as well. Parent didn't want to believe him that I was a teacher, but when shown a wall with pictures of the staff, they left the office silenced and ashamed in search of the teacher they were here for. The second incident was later that night. I was waiting for my last meeting with my parents when I saw them show up. So I walked out of the classroom I was in and went to them to introduce myself. Parents said, oh, how nice of you to welcome us. We're here for a meeting with Miss OP. Tell her we're here. For the second time that day, I stood confused. They didn't believe me and scoffed. You can't possibly be our son's teacher. After 10 minutes of me trying to convince them and them getting haughtier, I called my vice principal and told them to come here. He introduced them to me. Their response... Well, how could we take you seriously with how you look? To which my vice principal told them that people were employed because of their qualities, not their appearance. Lovely day it was, and funny years later. Because of how they look, I'm assuming not because they were dressed a particular way, but because they just look young? That's an unhirable metric for teachers in these parents' eyes? This next story is by the brains of the group. When someone thinks they know more than the staff who actually work there, So this happened during my very first job back in 1997, so don't expect me to remember any banter or repartee on my part. I worked in the admin office for a biochemistry lab at a small hospital. The lab would receive blood tests, sweat tests, and urine tests from GPs, the inpatient wards, outpatient clinics, etc., and I would book them in so the lab could run whatever tests had been requested. Samples came in marked as either urgent, meaning results within 60 minutes, or routine, meaning results within four hours. The only exception was tests that had to be sent to another lab. This was a small hospital, so it wasn't worth the department buying big, fancy analyzers for six figures if we did a particular test less often than once a day. It was just cheaper to pay for another lab to run the test for us, and the results turnaround was usually the next morning. The lab had recently undergone a significant restructuring in terms of what tests the lab would do important for what happens. One of the analyzers had come to the end of its shelf life and was not going to be replaced. This was the machine that we primarily ran pregnancy tests on, along with a few tests that had become obsolete due to improvements in the main analyzers. The reason for not replacing it was that the hospital had lost its OBGYN outpatient service to a nearby major hospital. And although we had two OBGYN inpatient wards and an A&E, It wasn't enough to justify buying a new machine for the sake of what was now two or three pregnancy tests a month. So on a particular day, my phone rang, and it was one of the OBGYN registrars, like a resident in the US. She was complaining about how they had sent an urgent pregnancy test on a patient, and there was still no result two hours later. I apologized and advised her that we no longer do the test on site, and the sample had been sent to the other hospital for them to perform the test. She said I was wrong and that we did do the test. She had sent down three pregnancy tests recently and had gotten the results back within an hour or so. I explained that, yes, we used to run the tests on site, 
but that had stopped at the end of the day the previous Friday when the analyzer was taken away, presumably for disposal. She again said I was wrong. She said she was the doctor, casually mentioned her three degrees, and that she knew full well that we performed the test. I acknowledged that she was a doctor, who could have used a bedside manner to go with her three degrees, but that did not mean she knew how my service worked. I worked in my service and asked her which of us was better placed to be aware of what was happening within my service. She then demanded to speak to my manager, which for my department was the senior registrar of the lab. Why no admin manager? I have no idea. She said how she was going to get my manager to prove me wrong. She said she was going to tell my manager to run the test there and then and give her the result. A few hours later, I saw my manager and I asked her if she had run the pregnancy test and informed the OBGYN registrar of the result like she'd been told to. I got a playful clip round the ear for my sass. The OBGYN registrar got a talking to by her consultant. So in this case of, I do work here lady, it's no surprise that somebody coming in saying, uh actually I know what's going on here and you're going to do this for me, doesn't actually fly at a place you don't work at and don't have a full understanding of how that place operates. And our final story of the day is by Missy Sedai, do I look like a pharmacist? Picture it, Sunday afternoon at Costco, people everywhere, I have an injured knee and wear a brace. Hus Beast and I were nabbing supplements. My brace was slipping, so I sat on a bench by the pharmacy to adjust it. Lo, there stands Karen. I need my husband's medicine. I'm fiddling with my brace, not paying attention. I need my husband's medicine. I realize she wants me to do something about it. I say, the pharmacy's closed on Sunday. If you call in the morning, you can get it delivered. I should have just kept quiet and walked away. This is what I get for trying to be kind. Aren't you going to help? Get the manager. She's wild-eyed and in high dudgeon and ready to bite anyone in her path. I say, I'm not a pharmacist and I don't work here. They're closed today. Karen was not having it. She says, I need my husband's medicine now. The pharmacy's dark. No one's there. They're closed on Sunday. I say, call tomorrow. They deliver. The hus-beast rolled around the corner. We left her standing there huffing and squalling. I don't know about you guys, but this screams to me like somebody that just did not plan things very well. Like if she was that in need of that medication or something, you would think that she wouldn't be so like last minute desperately going to the pharmacy like, please, we need them right now. Though honestly, crap does happen and sometimes things just don't time out very well. I wonder if they were even open, if Karen would be able to come down from their hysteria enough to even discuss what medicine, whether they have an appointment, you know, actually pick up the husband's medication. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.